go like as soon as school gets out, go out for a month. That'd be about the yeah, same time. Yeah, that would be perfect. Hardwood Boys, episode 37. Okay, what are we talking about? Well, first of all, I want to talk about... The, talk about these badass yeah, shirts. Yeah, we got our got. t-shirts in. It is October 1st. We got Elizabeth Parada has won two of them. Tanner Akos has won two of them. So we know who our two super fans are. They've got... Uh, Tanner answered the question at 4.30 yesterday afternoon about the Seinfeld episode where George Costanza got a massage and he was afraid he was gay because his penis moved. Um, it moved. It moved. Yeah, it's a very funny episode. Tanner got it. Um, you, you have to love it. Uh, Seinfeld, though, to get that one. That's a good show. Yeah. It's a great one. So Tanner's getting two. Elizabeth's getting two. Quinn, um, what's Quinn's last name? Fromar. He get, gets one because he, he did get second, but he's been in a lot of our podcasts. Yeah. Been Gil O'Brien's getting one for being second, too. Okay. Yeah, so we've got a few going out. We're going to have to order some new ones. Um, but just keep listening. You can. There's going to be chances to win them every now and then, not in every episode, just whenever we come up with one. Um, so what are we talking about tonight? Y'all's fishing trip that y'all went on on Friday. Yeah, Vic's really mad at us. He didn't. We didn't invite him. So he's, I'm, he's, I'm used to it now. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm over it. <laughs> yes, last Friday, last Thursday night after we did the podcast, I was at home talking to Georgia, and I had been drinking a little bit during the podcast. I tend to do that. And I said, let's go fishing tomorrow because they only they have half days on Fridays in Past Christiane. And then uh, I didn't expect Georgia to say yes, um, but she said, yeah, let's go. So then I was like, okay, well, let's invite Morgan, and then we'll invite Brandon too. So I texted Brandon at ten something that night, not thinking he was even awake. And he's like, hell yes, let's go. It's <laughs> like you're gonna have to take off of work, you know. We have to leave at like one or twelve thirty. Not a problem. And so I'll be there. I said, okay, I'll pick up the girls from school, and we went fishing. We took the boat out, and where where did y'all go? Um, past Marianne first. That's where the first yeah. place we went. What yeah. were y'all using for bait? I had live shrimp and live croakers. Did y'all get and any fish at, at Past Marianne? No, nah, we all? didn't. Get, we got some little fish biting on our shrimp and stuff, but no bites. And then. We well, were there probably what thirty so minutes. I, yeah, I was using a voodoo minnow. Yeah, his he was using a plastic, a, a, a artificial. Yeah. What, what was the tide doing? It was, it was ripping. Screaming. I don't know if it's out or in, but it was going from west to east, ripping. I mean, I'm talking yeah. ten knots. It was ripping. Well, through. Not that fast, but well, it, was, it, was it was fast. Two, three knots. Which, which side were y'all fishing off of? The the south side or the the down current side is where yeah. we that's where i normally catch on the fish, east side right? of it yeah yeah it was the east but side. i mean it was so fast that you threw the bait in it couldn't go to the bottom for it was already like yeah so your off. line even with a quarter round sinker was directly behind the boat after you cast it wow. in front of the yeah. boat and it just couldn't get to the bottom so we weren't really catching anything maybe a catfish or something Why didn't y'all you caught and go to the oh you side. caught the uh, we did eventually Sheep's head. Oh, I did catch a sheep sheep head. I got it to yeah. the bottom. Yeah. Did y'all um, did y'all keep that? No, nah, it was little. Oh, okay. oh, I dropped it in. We were trying to take a picture, and I'm holding it. I'm like, Georgia, get my camera. And it just flopped out of my hand with no water. I was like, no, no, no we Can't don't need a picture. Least. I guess. Where did y'all go when y'all up there? Well, first of well, all, we didn't leave. Yeah, we didn't leave there for a while. So we were about to leave, and I was just reeling my minnow up, and it was like straight down under the boat. So I started pulling it up, and it was like, I was like, oh my god, it's stuck on the bottom. And you know, I pulled it up harder, and all of a sudden, yeah, just I thought my he, line I thought he hooked the bottom out. too, and really? maybe the boat, yeah. yeah, I thought he hooked the bottom, and the boat was drifting, maybe because the current was going. Oh, it just started and scream. The line was screaming out. Yes. Now let me ask. Did yes, y'all I an panicked. <laughs> did y'all have an anchor out or no? The boat. Y'all were using a trolling motor. The or? boat we were on has a uh, iPilot 
trolling motor. So right. I anchored the trolling motor, which those are awesome. Those are right. lifesavers. Where you don't even have to throw an anchor out. You just set the, the trolling motor out, get where you want to go, and then press anchor, and it holds you by GPS in that spot. Then did, did you release it at the point that Brandon got? I mean, uh, yeah, it started running. That's what and, I panicked. And about. I looked at him. I was I like, said, "I'm going to run out of line." Soon. I said, "Do you want me to chase it with the trolling motor?" And he's like, "Yes, we need to do that." So I just chased. We started chasing it with the trolling motor. And uh, you felt like you were like in the uh, like wicked tuna, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't know what we had at that point. I thought it was a redfish, or you know, it could be anything. It could be a lemonfish. It could be a shark. Um, he he was he had the best pole for this situation because he had braided line all the way to yeah. the. To it the wasn't lure. the best pole. I mean, it was well, a really lightweight pole. Yeah. The best the best pole that we had on the boat for yeah. that situation. Yes, we had our daughters with what twelve. What gear? Pounds. What fishing pole did you have? So I had my little cherry lint or cherry wood. Um, <laughs> Your little thing, bass but, fishing yeah, rig. Yeah, my bass fishing pole. <laughs> yeah, because I thought we were gonna just go for you know yeah, trout, a little trout, really. maybe a redfish here and there. Yeah. But. <laughs> so what did you end up catching? What do you mean? What, what was it? Yeah, that was a uh, jack crevel. Yeah, jackfish. Yeah. How much uh, did it weigh? We didn't, we didn't weigh it. It weigh was it, probably it 35, Yeah, pounds. I was going to say 25, 30. Fish yeah. Maybe 35. Yeah, and, and he's hooked into it, and I, we don't know what it is, but the way it's fighting, I'm thinking it's probably a jackfish or yeah, cause it was, something that we you know don't necessarily yeah. aren't after. It was like basically a log. Yeah. That would keep moving every once in a yeah, while. Eventually, They're a tough fish to catch. Yeah. yeah, we eventually turned the trolling motor off and just let it pull the boat to wear it out because right. about – 10 or 15 minutes into the fight, I realized I didn't bring a net. No net. No landing net at all. And no gaff. No nothing is on the boat. We just bought it from my brother, and my brother took all his stuff out. So I totally forgot everything. So I'm thinking, how are we going to get this jackfish on the boat without any of that? I don't know. The only thing we could think of, or I I was thinking, you just got to wear him out, and we can maybe grab him. But you know how they do a last-ditch oh, effort yeah. once yeah. they get to the boat. Um, I was afraid of that. And then Brandon finally said, go get the cast net. I was like, what do you want me to do with the cast? He's like, throw it over the fish. And I'm thinking, I had it out and ready. You know, we got it up close to the boat a few times. I was like, I'm afraid if I do that, then the line's going to get tangled up in the net. And if he makes a big run, we might have him in the net. But this is some hardwood yeah. boys engineering right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to lose the net. Yeah, I was like, then we're going to tear up the net. And I was like, it's just not worth it. I said, let's, let's, let's just wear him out and then try and get him up to the boat and I'll grab it like a bass in his mouth if I have to even though I didn't realize they got some sharp teeth uh-huh. big crunching mouths yeah um, most of the salt water on. predators have yeah you don't teeth. want to stick your thumb in a redfish's mouth or in a speck of trout I've done you it you don't even They'll want to whip a, a flounder oh no a flounder's got some teeth yeah <laughs> uh, my, my uncle did that at uh, Pearl River one time he stuck yeah. his thumb in there and yep. that, that tooth went right Back yeah. in the middle of the I did it to a redfish one time on the dock when I d- didn't have a net. I stuck my thumb in its mouth, and yeah, it tears your. You can do it. You just got to be committed to it, right? And grab him and pull him up there like a bass. But it did tear my thumb up a little bit. Speaking of committed, and all, I'll get back to the y'all's fishing story. We were we were at our camp. I don't know five or six years ago, um, and it was Trip and Quinn and I, and we were fishing in a little pond in a boat, in uh, the one we drained, and. Trip caught. I mean, he he had just a all out stud, uh, 10, 12 pound bass on yeah. the line, yeah. and it it comes up, and I, I'm leaning over like I got it, I'm living it. That, that fish rolls up to the top, and 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 that 
spook bait that he was using or whatever. Hooks, yeah. Three treble hooks, and they're all just laid across that lower lip. And I was like, nah, I'm not doing it. And nope. He immediately <laughs> broke off. And I, oh, no. to this day, to the, it's been five years of trip still rust me up over that. Yeah. yeah. He talked about that. Maybe the last yes. time we were up there. Yes. I believe it. I would too. That would be upsetting. He me up over that fish. He's like, I, I would have took the hook in the finger for you. I would have took the hook in the finger. I don't know. Like, I mean, I would have tried. But I don't know. That's know. that's bad to get at one of those hooks in your finger. Yeah. So so you land the fish. Well, we didn't land it yet. It took it about took thirty long. minutes and about a mile away from where we hooked it. At least a mile, maybe a mile and a half from where wow. we hooked it. Um, we finally got it close enough to the boat to see what it was. Yeah. And then we had to rethink our game plan because it. It looked it was big. bigger than what we could handle. Yeah. yeah, it was it was big. But probably it was probably another fifteen minutes of just slowly fighting it and getting it closer and closer. Then he started circling the boat. Yeah, it was like a tuna would do. And then he finally just kind of just, just backed it backed in. He backed himself into the boat yeah, and put and his tail right in Kenan's hand. Yeah, and I had, I grabbed and they're they're sharp tails. I mean, mm-hmm. they, around the base, I grabbed him. So then I had to grab him with both hands. I'm hanging over the boat. You know, thinking, I, with my bad back, I'm trying to well, lift Well, you don't him. have enough leverage to <laughs> yeah, lift I couldn't. I'm on my knees in the boat with my hands in the water on his tail. And it's slippery. You know, it's so, slimy. So, so I'm like, Brandon, What were the girls doing him. at this point? They're filming and oh, taking yeah. pictures and laughing. <laughs> yeah, they were having a good time. Idiots. Yeah, watching those dumb dads. Our, our dumb dads. Yeah, so then Brandon, I grabbed him by the tail and, made, and got it out of the water to where he couldn't flap. And he was trying a little bit. And I was like, I'm going to lose him. So Brandon grabbed on to his tail also and we just slung him in the boat gotcha we got him yeah. did y'all clean him did y'all eat yeah. him yeah we, we haven't eaten him yet uh, we didn't have a chance to um, he's been sitting out in the sun in the backyard He'll yeah we're just cooking him in the, in the lemon juice in the sun <laughs> basically just like yeah What's that called? Yeah, not, not what's that called? Not some air, air drying it. It's a it's raw fish ceviche. 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 That's what we're doing with him. Yeah. Not really. No. <laughs> yeah, I've never eaten jackfish. We've always thrown them back. Ah, exactly. Uh, but Brandon I've had it. I've had it grilled. And my and dad it was did good. It last or yeah. two years ago at the at the coast house, they caught they couldn't catch anything for the whole weekend, and they had a bunch of guys there. They caught a jackfish one night, and so my dad said, "Let's fry him up." He said it was great. Little yeah. pepper, zatarans, fried up. I want the, the normal Kenan seasoning. Yeah, exactly. It makes anything taste good. So. I know. But, I mean, we had it straight up just grilled with salt and pepper, and it was great. Yeah, So and then if yeah. you mix it with stuff, like bake it, put it on a taco, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be fine. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And then after after that fun battle, we went to Cat's, Cat Island. Y'all didn't see any tarpon or anything out there? No, we caught what, really. a ladyfish, ladyfish, catfish. You caught um, a trout, but oh, yeah, it was under the a limit. Little, a little trout, like a 13-inch Ladyfish are fun to catch, though. No, this thing was tiny. It was oh, like yeah. this big. It was, no, we were at the tip of Cat Island, the south tip, where and there were people swimming, and a guy wade fishing, and, and the girls got off and played on the island and got shells and stuff. And there were, We didn't see any porpoises. We saw some earlier on the way out there, I think. Uh, maybe the way back, but none out there either. Even the water wasn't really clear either that right. day. Did y'all fish any by the by the Bay Bridge? No, no. no we came we, back we to so pass Marianne again we had to get and, back and caught another sheephead. Um, and then yeah, we were racing the sun to get back, and we got back late. We got I mean, we were eight o'clock. Yeah, it was eight o'clock before um, we got back. So you you caught the jack on artificial bait. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was a voodoo minnow. Yeah, it's got all the slits in it. So it yeah, does so it swims like a natural fish. And he hit it right at the boat, too. He yeah. was reeling it in, we were leaving. And, it, and so it was fun. I mean, we didn't, we weren't, I've, I'm not really that 
successful fishing around here just because I don't do it that often. I think I'll get better the more we do it. Well, if you ask somebody that kind of knows a little bit about what they're doing. Well, I know. I mean, I've been with guides. Sonny Chandler knows what he's doing. He's exactly. taking me and he puts me on the fish, but it's usually Louisiana or something like that. And I, I we didn't have Louisiana license, so I wasn't going to go to Louisiana Marsh. One of the hardwood boys, his, his, his most favorite spot is, is Cat Island, man. Is that big? Can you get off next Friday? <laughs> um, no, sir. I didn't think so. So when can you go? Saturdays That's my two busy days, and that's when everybody's out there. I don't want to go out there on those days. Oh, man, you just got to know when to go. Mm-hmm. Be there at sunrise. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday. <laughs> Not Saturday and Sunday. I'm taking a half day tomorrow to go deer hunting. I promise you that. Yeah, it's the um, opening day of deer season. I'm, yeah, today. Today's yeah, today. opening day, so I, I will be... Um, into the woods, I'll leave at 11, so I'll be at the camp by 3-ish. Oh, I'm going to beat you. I'm leaving at 10, picking George up from school oh, at 10 Oh, you're checking her out early? Yeah. She, what are y'all doing for dinner tomorrow night? Chili dogs? You're more than welcome. I, I, I bought a half a filet. Really? Yeah. I, well, we'll see. I mean, hopefully she shoots a deer and we're busy cleaning the deer and eating. That's why I got chili dogs. That takes 10 minutes to throw it in the pot. Well, see, I'm, I'm mine sous vide, so... You're already cooking it. it. It's it's. Fancy. I've already I've already bagged it and seasoned it. So all I gotta do when I get there, I'll just put it in the sous vide and head on out. Yeah, fancy man. I know ours. You know, I thought about it. I'm hoping she kills a deer tomorrow afternoon. Being optimistic, so where I'll be cleaning it or we'll be, you know. Well, I it. mean, if not, just shoot me a text message. And I will. Because, I mean, it's, a, it's that big, and there's just three of us that's going to be there. Okay. So. I'll text you if, if um, we're free, but yeah. I don't really know what's going to happen. I'm planning on cleaning the deer till like, 9 and then or 8.30 and then throwing some you going to save dogs. the neck meat? Yeah, I will. I'm going to bring it to Brandon. You make me go. some tacos. Make some tacos. Heck, yeah. I'm going to save the penis meat, too. <laughs> yeah. I, that's I the got, best part. Save the, save the oysters, too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll give those to you. No, sir. Um, I got home yesterday from work. And on the kitchen counter, Camille's got our, she's got a wild game cookbook. And yeah. she's got it open to, like, venison burgers. And, and I'm like, No what pressure. Are you? I said, what are you, you doing? You have just jinxed my deer hunt. She says, no, I was just going to use it to, uh, there's a jerky recipe in there. I'm going to use that, what the leftover deer meat yeah, that's not ground up to make jerky. Because she's confident her man's going to bring home okay. some venison. <laughs> I, I hope. Um. With the weather the way it is, or it's supposed to be, it was hotter today, but well, it, it was There's a cold front though. coming. It was cool this morning. Tomorrow or tonight. Yeah, okay. it'll be it'll Yeah, be this weekend's getting night. colder than it was this week. I looked at it, well, the the temperature... It stayed pretty much the same all week, but it, yeah, 85 it's, today. It's in here, the 40s in Georgia. Oh, I'm sure. It's supposed I to be 49 tomorrow night or 47. 40, yeah. I, I, I pulled it up earlier today. Yeah, I'm excited. This is the most excited I've been in years to go. Because Georgia now, for like four days, she's been drawing pictures of deer in school. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing in class? Drawing pictures of deer. And so the excited. high tomorrow is 71. Up there? Yes. Okay. It's 45 tomorrow so night. The, the cold front's coming through tonight. Yeah. But it's supposed to be 49 tonight. Really? Up there. And they have no clue it's hunting season, I hope. Nobody's hunting. No, it's 80 degrees. It was 80 degrees up there today. It's supposed to be 49 tonight, 71 tomorrow, 45 tomorrow night, Mm -hmm. 74 on Saturday, 49 on Saturday night. So Sunday morning. Sunday morning hunt will be getting cold. But I mean, that's 16 degrees 
colder. To 18 than degrees normal. colder than what it normally is on opening weekend. It's, we're going to be shivering in the stand because we're not. We we're just our You're body, our blood is not ready. Yeah, <coughs> so it's going to be chilly. I wore a sports coat to work yesterday. I, I walked I outside. Wearing a long I'm, shirt, long pants. Well, I turned around and got a jacket. I'm like, yeah. oh, this, this is this is kind of chilly this morning. So I'm excited. This is the most I, the the most <coughs> the most excited I've been in a long time. Just because my daughter's excited. And I hope it works out. Well, for she's her. old enough now to get really more excited about it. Oh yeah, she called me when she gets off of school all every day this week. She's called me. Can you pick me up and take me to shoot the crossbow? She wants to make sure she doesn't miss. She missed the last two years, and she wants to make sure this year. And of course, yesterday when we get the, it's always on target. It has been on target. I hadn't messed with the, the the scope of the crossbow in eight years. Yesterday we shoot it. It's six inches high and three inches left. Oh wow! So you had to move it. Yep, I had to adjust it yesterday. I don't know what happened. Might have bumped it in the truck on the way to the marina. I don't know. Does your sight have three lines? Does your scope three have dots. three lines in it? Three so dots. top is 20, yep. next one's 30, next one's 40. Yeah, 20, 25, then 40, and then 60 is how okay. it's that powerful. It's 24. But I've also learned, too, because with those red dot sights, if your face is here and my face is here, that dot's in a totally different spot. Yeah. You have to center that dot. But I wish it had crosshairs to line that dot that dot up with or something. The the crossbow that I have that D is letting me bring up there for one of the guys that's going with us. Um, his is crosshairs, so he, he's got a, a bubble sight, a bubble sight, a bubble sight. So it's 20, 30, 40 is what his is set at. Yeah. So he, and he told me he said I, I can adjust it back if I want to go like 30, 40, 50. Yeah. But Jacob, who's using that, it, he's going to hunt in seven. Oh, he's so, gonna get a big one because it's almost like shooting a rifle, man. I mean, it's you or you can reach out to sixty yards yeah. if you know what you're doing. Yeah. You, you can if you really knew what you're doing, you could reach out to hundred yards. I just hope the sawtooths are still falling and haven't all dropped off because if that's the case, then I'm gonna have to adjust my hunting. Hopefully not. But when Brandon and I went up to Blackwater, we saw some nuts falling. So they they, they, yeah, they should have been yeah. falling already, but I just like hope yeah, they haven't all gone. dumped out. Because um, it has been cooler earlier this year than in the last six years, seven yeah. years. Yeah, this winter is probably going to be brutally cold. I, I, I'll, I don't mind. I'm that. imagining it's going to be cold, um, but we'll see. The Weather Channel forecast for like October has us well below average or colder, below average. Yeah, yeah. colder, which yeah. it's already starting colder. And this, the last time this happened was when I killed my velvet buck. Because I've been hunting this first couple weekends in uh, October for the last ten, eight, nine years since we've had that property, 10 years. And the second year we had the property was when I killed that velvet buck on October 6th, I think it was. probably the last time. It was it cold. Was, yeah, in the 40s yeah. on October 6th. And yeah, I had bucks. I passed up two bucks before the velvet buck even came out that morning. Um, yeah, and I thought this place was going to be like Texas, you know, it was our second year having it just to ourselves, and I was like, "Yes, we did, we did something right." Well, that, no, that, that happened. That, that that's like us. that was it. Yeah. Our our first year up there at our camp, Trip and I were up there, and Trip, we went, we had we. Ken, you had never been on our property, so we got two really big food plots. That's number one and number eight. And they've been there for years and years and years and years. So when we got it, we pushed in some smaller, like one, two acre food plots. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so and kind of did them in the order from one all the way around to eight. And Trip was hunting in food plot number two, and that's the one that Brandon and Quinn and I rebuilt. That's we, my favorite. One. We, we put a wooden stand in there, a wooden shooting house. Um, it had a. Uh, we went to Independence, Louisiana, or somewhere over there, and got these two metal base plastic shooting houses that had like plywood floors in them yeah. god awful things in the world but they were given to us and so we put one we put two up one fell over and we turned it into a ground blind and this one I mean people hunted and people have killed deer out of that stand with it but um, good spot just not a good well made yeah. stand no what? I mean it's it's just an old stand yeah it's um, a great spot um so uh trip was in there and I heard somebody, because I mean, up there in the country, you and it's a dirt road, and dirt and gravel road, you can hear a car coming from a mile away. Yeah. So I'm hunting in food plot eight. And I mean, there's all kind of deer out in the food plot. And I hear this car coming down the road. And then I, heard it tur- I hear it turn into the camp. And it's coming down our rock road. And it stopped. And I was like, man, somebody, somebody just pulled up in here. You know, Trip was young. He's probably 15, 16 years old, I guess, maybe 17. And I was like, man, I, I'm, I gotta get down. I gotta go check on trip. Like, you know, I gotta make sure nothing's happening. Well, it was the caretaker that we originally had when we bought the property. He pulled yeah. in. He's in full camo. He hunting. His name's Melvin. I said, no, what's going on? Oh, I'm just come up here to check on the place. There's no need to come up here on the weekend. We're, we're in here. And about that time, I hear yeah. a shot. Was one of his it, boys? It, no, Trip. He, oh, okay. he killed. He killed the first buck on the property. And okay. His mainframe nine had two little kickers, so I mean, it's eleven point. Um, so we killed that, and then when we started having the cabin built, the big cabin. Um, yeah, the huge log cabin. Yeah, it's not that big. It's pretty big. Yeah. What's the square foot? I, I have no clue. Four thousand square feet? Uh, maybe a little bigger. Than yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Beautiful cabin. When, when we were having it built, the guy building his name was Bubba, and him and my papa got to be real close. And at, at this point, Melvin was still the caretaker up there. Well. Melvin, he uh, he rolled in there one day, just drove straight in the food plot with a shotgun and just started unloading. Boom, 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 On the deer? Boom, boom. Yeah. He killed like seven deer. One, just, just drove out there and shot Boom, 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 shoot. That's kind of impressive. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Hardwood Boys Eye Podcast. We do appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share with your friends, let everybody know what we're doing so we can keep on going. And remember, if you're out in the woods, especially on the opening day of deer season, harness up and stay hard.